I like the scarlet night, really in the dark. What did you think about the Attack on Titan season three, uh, Red Swan? Oh. You can't hide your fear. I always get so weird when they do like non-Japanese, like, or no, they do English. <laughs> they like, do English. Yeah, do English like songs, like full English. Like it just feels because I have the, all the Blu-rays too, so I'm always like, is this <laughs> added in just for the dub or what? Like I don't remember this. <laughs> yes, as you, if you can uh, recognize me, very half-assedly singing it. That is the opening to Attack on Titan Season 3, and that's where we are picking up today with our two-part Attack on Titan deep dive series. It is me, Justin Destruction, Sasageo, and we've got Straw Hat here again, as always. Ready to charge in with Sasume. Oh. <laughs> Sasume. I'm probably butchering it, but I can't speak native Japanese yet. That's all right. We're trying our best. Yeah, I I rather like Red Swan, Yoshiki, and Hyde are two like legendary Japanese rock star people, so it's a really cool collaboration. But it is not quite as high energy and chaotic as some of the other OPs. Yeah, which is your favorite o OP so far, by the way? Oh, it is tough, honestly. I really like season twos, actually. And of course, the first one in season one is probably the most famous. Yeah, one. right. Season and two I, is the one that I was referencing earlier. This is uh, okay, uh, so oh okay. yes, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I rather like that one. It's either I, that, that one or Red Swan for me. I do like Red Swan a lot. Yeah. I do also really like the latest one too. It's pretty yeah. good. At first, it was I was like, oh, "This is weird," but it really oh, yeah. gets on you. Like, -na 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 -na. We'll, we'll get into what I first thought when we when I started season four because I was uh mondo confused boy <laughs> well yeah we'll get there we'll get there let's start at <laughs> season three because otherwise i'm gonna get ahead of myself again all righty so attack on titan season three now by the time i got back to attack on titan i plowed through season two and i was like oh my goodness i need to know what is going on here and i jumped right into season three and immediately you're just hit with like craziness of these there's one scene in particular it's only a couple episodes in but it was beautiful and it's like levi he's like going through the city of course and that's when kenny shows up and oh, they start yes. a little shootout in the city oh man that was epic it has like a wild west theme because you don't really have you did have guns before that but not really like especially when these are like shotguns like attached yeah. to the arms of people and they're just like blowing and a couple people die like right away too kill so some like, of levi's squad and yep. it's it's a big thing because levi is like never seen like the exact type of tech that they have and he's like he's like what is this these people are like government black ops or something yes and then we are introduced to like you said the popular kenny oh Kenny. I just love when Levi yells his name like Kenny. Like, Kenny. <laughs> like not a Japanese name at all, but it's, yeah. it's so good. Kenny. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, um, I think you mentioned this last episode, I think, but it their season three was split into two parts, which was yes. interesting. And it really just starts off swinging pretty much. Oh yeah, because you find out, I think that Kenny. And his crew want to kidnap, and not even just Aaron, but also my girl Historia. Yep. As it turns out, Kenny is working for... Yeah, what is his name? Rod Rice? Rod, Rod Rice, yeah. 
I knew it was, but my brain was like, ugh. And then they bring back Reeves randomly. Uh, Reeves was just the weird merchant guy who would oh, move right. his cart and plugged up the wall when people yes. were trying to evacuate. And Reeves comes back, and Levi essentially threatens him and uses, uh, like, he, he kind of, like, outsmarts him, and he tells, you know, Reeves is saying, oh, well, now all I want to do is, like, protect this little town that I live in, because they live in, like, a town, like, very south of the wall where it's uh, not so, like, the government kind of ignores them. They don't give them the proper resources they need and stuff, and Reeves and his big business is bringing in enough income to, like, keep all these people alive. So Reeves says, you know, I just want to mind my business, keep my business going, and be able to feed and give jobs and provide for these people. And Levi kind of tells him, like, oh, well, if you don't really help us anyway, you guys are going to be screwed anyway, because if you get killed by these people that you got involved with, the whole city is going to collapse, and they're all going to die when you're gone. I don't know if this is my favorite season, at least the first part, because... As I've mentioned, I'm a huge Historia fan, and this season really focuses on her. And I also really like the part with Kenny. But even back to that, the merchant, because you re they really focus on his son a lot this yep. time too, because he ends up his father ends up getting killed, right? Yeah, um, his son is like a screw up who's like kind of trying his best, but not really. Right. <laughs> and Reeves has to initiate a trade and he's giving Aaron and Historia to Kenny. Uh, Levi decides that that's what they're going to do and they're going to like come around and save them or something like they're going to pull a fast one on him. So Levi sends him out to like initiate that trade but Kenny ends up killing Reeves. Yeah and this is where yeah because then they end up Aaron and Historia do end up in the, the hands of Rod Rice and then we get a big backstory dump on Historia where we kind of meet her mother, and we kind of understand because well, the whole reason Rice wants her is because we find out she's royal blood, and all his relatives are, I think, dead at the yes. time. Like, and she would be next in line to take the throne. Really, her dad has treated her horribly this whole time. Like, he, he didn't want anything to do with her because we find out her mother was pretty much she she was scarred. Was she a, was she a slave or I can't remember what. Because she wasn't married to him. It was fair type thing. Yes. And it was, I don't know exactly, but because of this affair and her having Historia, it essentially created, you know, she had to like live under this, like, I guess, fear of him. Yeah, because she pretty much just was grew up on like a farm type thing. And she just sat under a tree reading a book. And then she did or reading books because her mother didn't want anything to do with her. She hated her because yeah. it pretty much ruined her life, she said. And then she ends up making friends with, uh, it ends up being, I think, was it the, one of the founding Titans? She gets the, the Titan blood. She ends up getting killed later, but she makes friends with her. And that's really her only friend until she ends up, does she sneak away and then join the scouts? Is that how that happens? Or um, I know that girl that she's friends with is like wiping her memory oh right because like they she makes her forget about her so she has like no friends yeah i don't want to skip anything because i know because we get to we find out what happens with what rod rice wants later on then but i don't know if there's anything we want to talk about before we get to that point i'm trying to remember season I'm three for some up, uh, what, what did you ask about historia 
just about oh was she how did, oh, she how did yeah yeah how did she get away let me look that up real quick yeah let me look because i know there's some stuff that happens i don't think we've really missed a whole lot so far no i think we're we're pretty on task this is just the first couple episodes but um, anyway then then they decide to try and mount a rescue mission because really rod rice wants historia to basically eat aaron and take the founding titans power or the titans power because like you said they find out that the if you have royal blood and have that titan you can wipe memories of everybody but so then that's when they decide to try and take him back and then they fight with kenny and them they had some pretty good do they go underground or i can't i think they go wherever they store or wherever they keep them at i don't know if it's rod rice's area or just some underground because there's like crystals everywhere i remember yes i've got the information on which i should have known this historia basically what happens with her backstory is that you know like she tried to hug her mother and then right. she, like attacked her like beat her after that she like never interacted with her for years and during then she just kind of like is a curse and a burden so she didn't really understand the reason that that was uh, how things were and after wall maria fell rod rice visits the estate one night and he's there with her mother and they come to see historia and take her to the like to bring her into the right race rice household properly okay and so then she would be recognized as the heir to the family and while that was happening a bunch of like soldiers in black showed up and one of which was kenny and kenny ends up killing historia's mother in front of her while she's like denying that that's her child yeah that kind of like scores historia a little bit so then they were going to kill historia too but rod says that oh if she were to just disappear and assume a new name and identity and then enlist as a soldier, then they don't have to kill her. And that's where the Krista came from. Yep. Yes, that pretty much. So yeah, a lot of those episodes I really enjoyed, like I said, because I love Historia. So I enjoyed seeing more about her background. And we also get some of Kenny and Levi's background, which is another highlight of the season. Yes, definitely. Because we end up finding out that Kenny basically raised Levi underground at the beginning yeah because they are one of the uh they lived in one of those uh underground city thing yeah did he was there something with levi's sister was he is that why how kenny got involved Uh, again season three i'm foggier than the rest for some reason even though i saw that more recently than one and two but i think it's just because there is so much background information given in season three and when when I think about it, I'm thinking about like what happens at the end when they finally are answering some of these long-held questions. Right. So some of the development kind of like goes by a little bit. Kenny taught Levi everything he knew. One day, Levi started a fight, which he won. And at that moment, Kenny decided to leave him behind because he taught Levi enough. And then Levi becomes like a huge thug underground and eventually leaves to join the Survey Corps Corps. Yeah, so this is a really good season for Levi fans, too, because you get that development between him and Kenny back and forth. And then, of course, ending up, which we won't get quite get there yet, but they have like a throwdown and a discussion near the end of the se- of the part one of the season. Yeah, and you were right about the uh, the sister. Levi's mother is Kuchel, Kuchel, and 
she was a prostitute and one of her pre- one of the clients got her pregnant i guess and that was levi oh yep um, i do remember that kenny is her older brother and he came to visit her and then finds out she's died that's right yep i thought that was it was something like that oh and then the another thing i want to ask you about which i think we're about ready for is what did you think of aaron's development this season because he kind of goes through a different personality change in a way like he's way different especially closer to where Astoria is trying to make her decision on whether she should listen to her father and eat aaron or do what but this is where i really started noticing a change in aaron i think i was pretty okay with aaron in season three uh he, he became more interesting to me i feel i'm thinking of moments when he's like sitting down with historia and like getting to know her more and you know he seems to have like a better outlook on things and not being quite as passive they had a really good relationship growing between those two which mikasa was always like glaring (laughs) while he was getting along because story would like get him to help do stuff and they'd go off and talk because they kind of could relate in some ways so that's kind of and of course mikasa didn't like that but aaron kind of got a little whiny at near the end whenever historia is like no man up i'm not gonna do this you need to do this and like whack slapped him one i think and then everybody else is like dude you're pathetic which i thought was hilarious <laughs> there was all that i would say yeah i do remember him being very like <laughs> he's just like oh i deserve to die please eat me. he was like agreeing with her dad like just eat me and die and she's like what is wrong with you at least she was there to uh knock a little bit of sense into him <laughs> then uh, i think i don't know if we want to get to where kenny and uh levi have their last talk under the tree then yes i think i believe kenny had like the titan formula for oh yeah because he they took it from rice so i think and i think levi actually would have gave it to him but kenny's just like no i'm not doing this i'm not i don't want to be a titan oh Those yeah are, pretty good conversation there man that was so good (laughs) there there was a lot of good moments in this season that's what i think it's there i think we're struggling just because like you said there's so much information and especially since there's a part two it kind of ties like well what goes with which part right i'm trying to think more about the like underground scene because what do they divulge to us there is that when aaron figures out that the founding titan uh can has like memories before the walls were made Yes, and then he also finds out that his dad killed basically Historia's stepsister, I guess, in a yes, way. Because took... he kills a bunch of them, actually. He yeah. kills the uh, father figure, too, right? Yeah, because that's why I think Rod Rice wants Historia now, because there's none of his family left, because he killed right. them all. And that's where Aaron starts feeling guilty. And he's like, oh, just kill me, because my dad did all these things. And like you said, he gets all these memories back. And that was crazy to me, too, is just like, oh, we finally figure out what Aaron's dad has actually been up to. You know, he's like a barely present character. Yeah, he's just like a doctor that you know. But then you kind of find out, oh, maybe he's like kind of a villain, because I don't think we get his... Do we get his backstory yet, or is that later in the season? Okay. What leads up to the final moments of Levi and Kenny? Do they... Is it the fight in the uh, cavern underneath the thing? Yes. Yeah, because Kenny's like swinging around like a jackass. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because uh, then Historian, I think, because then uh, Rice... They bring the serum to give it to Historia to turn her into a titan so that she can eat Aaron. And 
when all of that goes down, she decides, no, actually, I'm not going to do this. And she smashes the thing. So then and he so tries to lick, he it tries up. To lick it up. And then yep. he turns into like this fucked up Titan thing. <laughs> yep. And then goes on like a rampage and starts heading toward the wall. Yes. And that's where they like all decide to like try and join it. And I think because they find out Historia would be the next in line for the throne because they also tell you that the current king is a sham. Like he's just, he doesn't have royal blood at all. He just pretty he just much kind of sits there. Yeah, to, he like, took, took over without being supposed to. So they end up cooking up a scheme where they do try to take down that Titan. But then Historia like comes up with the plan and like rallies the troops. So then all the citizens are like, oh, yeah, we will follow Historia now. And that was their plan. They executed. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was I really enjoyed that. I don't remember too much from that fight, actually. Do you like with the weird Titan? No, I believe like Rod's Titan like escapes and it goes towards Walsina and uh, nobody can get close to it because that's what it is. The body heat is like so intense. It's like burning everything, and they don't know how to deal with it, but they decide, like, oh, we've got to kill him. And Levi, that's when he tells his story, like, oh, you have to become the queen now. Yep. Erwin doesn't evacuate the city, and they try to, like, lure Rod's Titan into a trap, and that works for a minute, but the cannons don't do anything. Right, I remember that. it's It's like face is, like, grinded off from crawling on the ground. Well, yeah, it looks almost like a worm because it just like crawls on its belly for the most part. Yeah, the ends up killing him, actually. Yeah, she does. And then that's that's where everybody's like, oh, yeah, we'll follow Historia because that's when she gets restored as the queen. And then they remove the fake king. And I think that's pretty much where that season part one ends, if I remember right. Yeah, they talk like Kenny talks about some of the history of the Ackerman family. Which is really interesting. How he got involved in this, like the stuff that he did. Oh, and don't they tease the basement at the end? Maybe that's the big tease. I think so. I think that's what happened at a halfway point. Because they wanted to take that wall back so that they could. Well, actually, well, that might be later then. I don't remember. I know it's at some point. Like I said, the season kind of runs together for me. All right. This is a part that I'm just like, what? Because I'm reading like a summary and it's. The Beast Titan defeats Reiner and tells him, and we're told they will locate the coordinate as their next objective. Why were they fighting? I think, well, they, I don't think they were, well, they were out in the woods, I think. Or they were out, like, waiting, like, by a campfire, I remember, and then he just, like, finds them. Because I think they were going to give up and just go back, and he's like, uh, no, we're going like, to go. Tells him, like, no, we're doing this. Yeah, he's like, no, we're going to go back and get the, the coordinate, like you said. And then yeah. they're, just, they're just, like, sitting on top of the wall, like, watching. I think that's what happened. So before the halfway point ends, we do learn about some things because Aaron, he perfects his Titan hardening. And so Aaron realizes that Shaddis is the guy that killed his father. Or no, Commander Shaddis was the man who knew his father, Grisha, and his memories. Oh, right. Yes, I remember that. Yep. And Keith tells him that he met Grisha, who claimed to have been suffering from amnesia 20 years ago. He just showed up outside of Wall Maria, and like nobody knew where he came from. And he learned about life within the walls and offered to work as a doctor. And that's where he met Aaron's mom yep. and the, the waitress. Then he finds out that, you know, he took Aaron into the woods, and Keith later found the boy alone with the key around his neck. Aaron ate his dad! <laughs> yeah, yeah, because... He knows this, but... 
and then back we get then, I was like holy shit yeah i know and then we get the backstory a little bit too with like well that's is that later on where we get where he's back like a yes that's near the end okay. i think so yeah we'll get to that then we're stumbling okay. a little bit more in this part but it's there's a lot happening in these episodes it's dense i'm not sure where we want to go next so next is next is they want to retake the wall to okay. get to aaron's basement so they're on the path to do that and they're going to use aaron's hardening ability to like fill the thing in the wall right they can then like uh kill the remaining titans and get into the basement and see what truth lays down there but reiner this is like first episode of the part two so like that also started off like with a bang because reiner's like disguised he's like waiting in the wall oh yeah because they're like because armin's like oh i don't know where everybody's gonna be so then they start like knocking to see if the walls are hollow and then the one guy's like oh this is weird and then yeah he just comes out and, like stabs him in the face yep and yeah so reiner just blasts out as the armored titan we get a big old fight starts this is where things get really intense in season three because this starts the whole thing with uh erwin and the beast titan Sesame! Uh. <laughs> we'll get there uh, oh and then also this is where they got the thunder spears too yes this i'm literally looking at the episode called thunder spears <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really have any way to fight reiner before because they had all the armor but then they invent this these spears that like basically are little bombs yes. that, like blow off Small whatever it hits Valor, let's say. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, Berthold is supposed to like wait and then blow up as the colossal titan and that's like a big part of the uh enemy plan i guess and armin doesn't know what to do because he just sees like you know Bertle just blowing up and just everybody's like burning debris is like fall falling everywhere the beast titan is just throwing rocks towards the scouts yeah as trying to kill all the horses and erwin suggests they have to counterattack, and he puts himself at the front as a sacrificial diversion and then levi is going to go behind and kill the beast titan oh yeah and that's that's where we get that oh that that scene where well of course we had the the charge with erwin which he keeps yelling that and then we get the like you said with levi he just like there's because all the titans are like lined up in a row so he just yes. like goes down the whole way dude that was so he gets like uh, blood all over his face and he's just like ripping through because I think Reiner and Bertholdt told uh, Zeke or the Beast Titan that you need to watch out for this Levi guy because he's he a threat. Like, still underestimated him. Yeah, and he's, he just tears through everybody himself. And that was after because Erwin ends up getting very fatally oh, yeah. wounded from all uh, those. Erwin gets just shredded by the rocks that the beast titan is throwing and it is oh so sad but yeah then they end up capturing the beast titan and then they go back and armin armin realizes that the colossal titan is like when it uses its steam it can't do anything right and so he tries to use that to his advantage to take it down so they use thunder spears on the attack or on the armored titan's jaw hinges uh, so mikasa can like try to blow reiner out of the body another epic scene like just the, watching the jaw drop from there are just incredible incredible fight sequences yeah. in season three especially like yeah <laughs> sasha um, and connie is like and i think john too they like yeah like you said they blow the jaw and then mikasa just comes flying in and like blows the head apart it's like oh 
So and uh, Ar Armin decides to challenge the Colossal Titan, and he like hooks his ODM gear into it, and Bertholdt just burns him alive with his steam. But he learns that Armin was just distracting him because Aaron hardens his Titan and gets into position and just rips Bert Bertholdt right out of there. And basically, Aaron drags his Bertholdt's limbless body towards Armin. And there's a decision to be made. Yep. Because Armin isn't dead. Like, you think he's dead. You, I thought he was so dead. He was fried into fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, no, he's actually, like, somehow still alive. Yeah, he was, like, still breathing. They can save. They can either, like, give the Titan fluid to Erwin or Armin, because they're both dying. Who did you want him to choose? Oh, man. It's such an awful decision. I thought that what happened was right. Like, Armin was clearly showing he had, like, genius strategies, honestly. Right. Yeah, and personally, I like... Saving, he's been saving them time and time again. Yeah, and Erwin is great. Yeah. I really like Erwin. Me too. But, like, what Erwin said, even as you know, he's the young one. Yep. I'm, I've had my time to die, basically. Because we know Erwin never gets to find the truth, which is why Erwin joined all of us in the first place, is his father was a teacher. Got some nice backstory with Basically, him. Erwin asked about, questioned the books and the materials because Erwin's dad told him in confidence, like, you know, it's kind of weird because there's no, nothing goes back more than a hundred and whatever years when we built the walls. Right. And just by questioning it, got around and they killed his father for like uh, You're questioning too much. It and crazy how just how the way they they weave all these character backstories together because that was related to back in season two pastor nick the crazy religious guy oh, yeah pastor like nick. they they worshipped like the wall itself mm -hmm. and nick was killed by the military police like brutally beaten to death and when hanj finds that out and like is able to turn the table on those military guys like he admits that he is the one that killed Erwin's dad yeah and he had something to do with killing Historia's mother as well so it's just crazy like you see all these like threads always like coming together in the oh man it's so good <laughs> yeah and then like you said we get to that ultimate choice where Aaron and Mikasa are like we're, we need to save Armin but then Levi and I think Hanj and a couple others are like no we need to save Erwin yeah he's, right he's Irwin our is... heart and soul <sighs> tough decision it is yeah, but like you said, they ultimately decided to save Armin, who then becomes the Colossal Titan after that, which I never saw coming I at all. I never saw that coming. I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah. Armin, I thought, now Armin, I absolutely was like, wow, Armin is just straight up dead. There is no coming back from this. Which then, I was okay with, honestly. I was like, yeah, I mean, that's uh, sad, but damn. But no, uh, he's the Colossal Titan now, so that was something. <sighs> So after that, they basically, they do what they want to do. They seal the wall and go to the basement. The basement. This is, is what we've all been waiting for, for years. Oh, the memes of what's yeah. in the basement. Yeah. I remember being so hyped when they were like, finally ready to go in the basement. I'm like, okay, let's see what's happening. I'm going to be real. I had a weird experience too, because I saw out of context what was in the basement. Just like, it just came into my like timeline somewhere. And I was like, what in the hell? That's what's in the basement. That's what this big deal is. And I was so mad just because out of context, it looks really stupid. <laughs> yeah, because well, there's a bunch of books in there, obviously. 
Yes. And then they that's where they go into they read all about Aaron's dad's backstory and kind of what all is actually happening. Oh yeah, we find out the truth, which is that the Aaron's human father lived in Marley. Oh right, yeah. I, I thought maybe you were gonna say about actually Titans are humans because I think they find that out too, even though they kind of suspected it before. Like this is, I thought that's kind of where they're like all Titans are humans in a way, but maybe not. I can't remember for sure. Mm-hmm. The group find books holding a strange picture of Grisha standing next to a woman holding an infant child, who are neither Carla nor Aaron. An inscription written by Grisha on the back explains the picture to be a photograph created by technology from a land beyond the walls where people live in luxury. Yeah, so they find out that, like, all of this is a lie. They're trapped, like, are there, like, separate people out there, and they're, like, confined to this island, pretty much. So after that, Aaron starts reading Grisha's book, and this uh, starts with him saying, like, he and his sister lived in a city beyond Mitras and Walmaria. Beyond what Aaron knows today, and they watched an airship fly overhead. And yep. against their mother's instructions, Grisha impulsively dragged Baby on the walls of their district to watch it land. And this is where I was, wow, this anime is not going where I expected. Because I remember watching all that at the time. I'm like, this is like a different anime. Like, I'm looking at everything differently now than when I first started, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. And this is definitely where it opens up to, you know, the the true enemies it's a lot more of a personal person on person thing than uh, so much as fighting titans anymore the transition right. happens quickly but it it was building towards it then after so yeah you see how kind of how he got thrown into where he ended up unknown and or had amnesia and doesn't know what he's doing because he got because they end up pushing him down like where they hold everybody is it outside the island? They push him down these long cliffs almost, and then basically to get eaten by Titans. But he ends up going all the way to the, the wall. Yep. We get all the backstory here. We learn that, you know, the Titans come from the Eldian people. We learn that they are the ones that can turn into the Titans because of Ymir's curse. Right. And find out that it is the last episode when they get into that. Like how, oh yeah, like these Titans are actually people <sighs> grisha has this whole backstory about you know he learns the real history of the eldians he uh, joins this like resistance force and grisha has a son zeke 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 the beast titan is aaron's brother <laughs> oh man just the yeah. pure drama of it and knowing that like you know they get thrown out and <sighs> his first wife is the one that ate aaron's mom yeah, it's nuts how, how much he planned this. And then it kind of ends on like a happy note, too. Like they're just kind of chilling at the beach. Yes. Looking all happy and playing because it's like they had never seen anything like that. Because I think Aaron kind of talks about with Armin, like this is the stuff in your, your books we're describing because they like have sand and seashells and the water was salty. I think that was like yeah, a bigger big deal. They had wanted to see the sea for so long. And that's, I think this is like such a poetic moment too, is they want to get to the sea so bad and they finally get it. And it's like the only thing that awaits across the sea are worse enemies than what they've dealt with so far. A, right. a different world where, you know, there's something going on here. There's something bad. You have this nice shot of like, you know, Mikasa's like smiling on the beach. Like that's rare. That's weird. Like it's yeah. so peaceful. Like 
nice and then you open up with season four of just <laughs> an actual battlefield in like a completely not relevant place yeah and you're thrown into utter chaos so how confused were you when you started season four i was sitting there and i was just like did i miss something Are they gonna like go back in time and explain what happened to get us yeah. here because what is this who are these people why is this happening yeah because oh. you recognize zeke and reiner even though they looked older but it's like what is what yeah is i'm happening? sitting here like dude what is this and then we, we have these dang new characters gabby <laughs> just like, everyone's throw, favorite oh god i hate her so they throw gabby and falco and whatever at us and they're just like oh here they're on a battlefield and she's like a radicalized child like <laughs> ready to die for country for no reason and i'm like what in the heck like her yep. crazy plan at the beginning i'm just like yeah I, I i was so confused i went back and watched the last season of or episode of season three again i'm like i had to miss something because i paused is... the thing and i looked up like i was reading about like i was like i was like what do i have to know about going into the season like yeah. i watched a like summary video of it to try and like be like Am I, do I just like not remember what the heck was happening? Yeah, every, and everybody's just like, no, just keep going. It's fine. It's fine. It's like, okay, okay. And then when we were talking about OPs earlier, you know, you have this new theme song and it is just as chaotic as the season is. Yeah, like Sounds this, are harsh and weird. And it's like, you know, the, there's like this Nazi march, like from the soldiers. It's like, what is happening? Like, yes. What? And we didn't talk anything about that too much, but I mean, there is clear parallels of the World War II going on in the whole oh, um, yeah. Marley, Liberio, Eldian thing happening. You can definitely so, tell. Yeah, it's just pulled straight out of, you know, like, oh, yeah, this this is a thing, and it's similar. But I know, like, with that first episode, because basically, it's like you said, it's showing all these new characters. They're, like, fighting this poor Mideast Alliance, I think they're called, and it's basically oh, yeah. just showing all these new Titans because we're introduced to... The Jaw Titan, which his name I think is Porco Galliard, and then the Cart oh. Titan, which is a Peak Finger. Everybody loves Peak. Oh yeah, all the all the guys in the anime like oh, her yeah. too. <laughs> My favorite part though is one of the, an epic moment is when all those Titans fall from the sky. That's just like okay. Oh my goodness, yeah. I was like, just like, what? It's like what they're using them as like missiles, like they're just dropping they're these just Titans with titans because on the outside world things are a lot different and titans are not the like ultimate you know destructive force anymore there's like real technology that can defeat the titans yeah which is what they're dis they're discovering because there's like airships and stuff which at this at that time you'd think they didn't have that based on what we've seen the past three seasons behind the wall but turns out they do <laughs> <laughs> they definitely do but yeah then we kind of after that then we get kind of stuck with the well i guess if you like the characters you're not stuck but you get or or you get put with the four eventual candidates to take over maybe the titan powers like you get falco and gabby then there are two other friends who i didn't even write their names down they lasted a couple episodes but you get those and they are trying to pretty much compete to see who will inherit titans for the most part yeah you can think of this this is a parallel honestly to the survey corps uh training in a way it's just right. like this is, this is much higher stakes but because you know only one person can be inheriting these titans but it's like a very similar vibe to the way our initial protagonists were put through this 
thing that they had to finish in the top 10 so they could go where they wanted to. Right. Uh, and you kind of get pushed with, uh, you kind of get put in the perspective of Falco, who is not really the same character as at all as Aaron because he's very calm, very caring. He really, I don't think he really even wants to be a Titan, but the thing is he's got a crush on Gabby and he doesn't want her to get the Titan because he knows that it shortens your lifespan too and he wants to protect her. So he wants to kind of bear the burden even though he's far behind her in physical skills and just her the resolve is way different between those two. And this is really further backed up when he talks to Reiner who tells him like, you don't know what it's like over there. You do right. not want to be in war the way you guys think you do. You yep. don't want her to have to go through that. <laughs> yeah, because it messes Reiner up. Like, you can tell he's just, like, a shell. Reiner is just not the same. He is, this is, like, he became such an interesting character to me uh, due to this season. I don't know. How did you feel about him before this season? Because he was kind of, like, annoying a little yeah, bit, I thought. It's just, it, it was just, like, you know, like, what we were talking about earlier, he, um, or last episode, he was putting himself in all these situations and, like, you know, being in dangerous situations. He'd get hurt. He'd get injured. He'd, like, try to save people and do all this stuff because he was, like, living this crazy double life. And at that point, I could kind of feel some sympathy for him because, like, yeah, he's dealing with some kind of intense mental illness that is, you know, influencing the way he behaves. Like, he doesn't even know which person he is anymore. And... It seems like he has a better grip on who he is, but he knows that who he is is at odds with the society that he lives in. And we see this in a season or a scene that I really liked from this season where he sits down uh, at dinner with mm, is Gabby yeah. related to him, I think. I think she is his cousin, yeah. her cousin, his cousin, his I cousin. think. And he's sitting down with the family and they are all Eldians and Reiner was in this to get them citizenship basically to be recognized as you know temporary honorary marlians yeah, honorary yeah but of course it's not what you it know seems it's just a title it's just bullshit way for them to manipulate them and this scene was so fascinating to me because they ask reiner you know oh what was it like over there what was those devils what were, what were those devils on that island like and it, reiner like snaps because he doesn't get emotional though but like you can tell that his response is just so like he starts immediately recounting sasha of all things uh, (laughs) about how during training she was like oh she was a girl who she was eating a potato and even offered it to the guy because she had no (laughs) sense of like what was happening and he kept explaining more and more things of what these people that he knew there did but they're just average normal things. Yeah. And the mother is getting like visibly more upset about what he's saying until finally she like stops the conversation. Yeah, because I think the best thing was that you finally with Reiner, he's finally you can tell he's matured and he's gained perspective because he's like, you know, yeah, you we call them devils and stuff, but really they're not that different from us. And that really makes them all snap because like you said they've all been raise their whole no, lives like these are for this, and they can't be like you know they can't you can't even say something like that without being persecuted basically right because they're the you devils of the island the, uh, you'd be going against what their their society knows 
But yeah, Reiner definitely improved a lot for me this series too, as did Zeke, which we'll get into him too. But And I also do like Falco a lot. I do like Falco. Gabby is irritating. My whole thing with Gabby is I'm like, oh, they're just... You know, it's clearly meant to be a parallel of Aaron. Right. It's like intended by the author. It's just like, as a character, she still annoys me though. <laughs> yeah, just uh, the way she portrays herself and kind of, just, and of course what she does later on, which we will I talk about. I feel like about. some level of pity for her because she is just completely brainwashed. Like right. from birth, she was like the perfect machine to be used in war and nothing else. So like there is that, but it's just like, gosh like get it to get you know i just want to see this character like make some kind of a change and not yeah. do nothing but hate and flip out over everything like yeah. it's just like oh everything she's flying off the handle no matter what it's and then we also have like after because i think falco is at dinner with reiner too right or he's i thought he was was at, he there too he might have been I, I thought he was. I think but he I, was because I think he makes some kind of a face like he realizes like, oh, they're they, they're just they're not, like us. Yeah, because I think after that's when he's like wandering around and then he goes to the hospital and then he meets this mysterious man. Yeah, because we've already patch. seen him be interested in these uh, people who came back from the battlefield and they exactly. have like PTSD and Falco is being like kind to them and everybody else is treating them like garbage. Yep. I'm sure, like, I think so many things in Attack on Titan are commentaries about the way people are treated in these situations in reality. Especially, like, race and... Yes. Like, like and, you said, with World War, World War II, it's, like, you can definitely tell the parallels with how, like, they treat... Like, it's got a very Nazi, like, Jewish-type pushing for that. You know, so often you see these people come back from a war and have some kind of PTSD, and they're right. not even, like taken care of well by the government or by anyone you know yeah, they're, they're just uh, kind of like forced to this guy he meets he's just like sitting on it by himself at a, on a bench at the hospital can't even like mail letters himself and it, it it's even you know it's it's another layer is added to it in this situation because i believe they are they're all like eldians right that are fighting for marley and they're just like abandoned now even though they they did this to like better their standing so he meets this strange character with an eye patch and one arm, <laughs> and uh, did you did you know who it was right away? Or? I was like, you know, I kind of feel like this is Aaron Yeager, but <laughs> yeah, I wasn't positive, but I'm like, he kind of reminded me of him, but I don't know if I made the connection immediately, but not too far into it. I well, I'm like, I thought it sounded like him too. I'm like, mm. is that Aaron? Yeah, I I think the what caught me onto it was like the way that it seemed like they were it seemed like they were immediately the shots were uh comparing him to reiner and so i caught a little bit of that and then once he said something about how he knew reiner oh man like i was like oh god what is he gonna do because i think at the end of the it's probably like the second episode they like do they say jaeger like does he say his name's jaeger i can't remember exactly but okay one of the things that happens in this little exchange is that Zeke, meanwhile, this is happening, like Zeke's making his plan because they want to, the Tiber family is coming in with the Warhammer Titan. Oh, right. They're yep. going to announce an offensive against Paradise Island. And Zeke wants, uh, he wants the Tibers to announce uh, their involvement. And Reiner has that whole conversation with the mother. 
I'm trying yeah, to like look. They have like a quick. big. They have like a big festival to like welcome everybody to because Falco and Gabby and all of them are like amazed by all this like food and people just like partying in the streets because I don't think they'd ever seen anything like that before. Yeah, yes. yes. His arrival, pretty much. So what you're thinking of is basically, you know, the Aaron tells Falco basically that he's faking his amnesia. That's what oh, he says. Okay. And they they say the word Jaeger because the doctor that's working there is Aaron's grandfather. That's right. I do. That's what it was. There. The I remember... Yeah, I remember hearing Jaeger, and that's why I was like, oh, if you didn't know by now, then you for sure knew after that. <laughs> Yep, so that doctor guy was uh, his grandfather. Because, I mean, Zeke, or am I right? He's related to him. I think he is related. I don't know in what way. Know, but... Yeah, because Zeke turned his parents in. Yeah, cause, well, and we'll get into that. Because they, they go into Zeke's backstory a little bit, and he befriends like that doctor. So Yeah, because Aaron's using the name Kruger. That's right. And he, uh, he wants Falco to take these letters and mail them to his family supposedly (laughs) so the tibers come in and they're like you know hey we're the big rich boys and we're gonna fix stuff yay this is gonna be great so have this whole big old festival and you know willie is gonna speak and explain everything to the world basically and meanwhile uh aaron has falco come bring reiner to him in the basement yeah in this weird (laughs) random basement and like Reiner's just like, oh, oh, oh okay. Because Falco and, just says it's his friend. I think he doesn't yeah, obviously. Just says like, oh, it's, it's your friend. You were in the, you knew him, and he brings him down there. And then it's just Aaron Yeager, and it's like, uh, the look on Reiner's face is just. He's like, just like Reiner. How's it going? <laughs> or something uh, like that. That was a great moment. There is so many badass scenes of Aaron in just this season. <laughs> He's just like sitting on a chair like with his arms folded down there. Like... <laughs> yep. And that's what does I'm trying to think of like what actually happens here cuz like yeah, I starts... haven't seen each other in 4 years. Yeah, he just starts talking about Ry- to Reiner and then like his big line was like I know what you were going through or he's like I now understand like how you felt when you did this or something. Yeah, he says that... something about how he understands what it was like to be like a yeah. undercover operative. And that's when he like turns into it and Reiner like shields Falco and then the famous moment like Willie's talking and he just Aaron just shoots through the stage and <laughs> eats him in the middle of the Willie's chaos. They're like trying to explain like the real situation being like, oh, actually the Eldians are everything's like fine and these people on the island are bad and like history has been lying to you and he's like kind of doing that but he's still like against the eldians it's kind of weird like the position he's taking because he's still like oh no the eldians are bad and he is one but he's he's kind of saying that he can like they can fix this by like killing the ones on paradise island right essentially and then like oh we'll have to like push for equality after that (laughs) ends that speech oh yeah abruptly (laughs) and then of course everybody starts panicking and a lot of people get killed from that Dude, yeah, pretty- like uh, Gabby and Falco's friends are like yeah, smashed to death. One of them's yeah. trampled, and the other one's like crushed by a giant rock. And I was just sitting there, like, "Oh my god!" Because uh, this is actually the first season that I watched weekly. Um, oh wow! 
there was a couple of them that I missed, so I had to catch up on a few of them. But I saw people were posting spoilers, and I was like, I don't want to deal with that. I better get up to speed so that I can just, you know, be on with things. Right, watch it before somebody does. Yeah, I, I think I watched all of them, other than what I first said with the first season, pretty much weekly. Nice, nice. I don't so have that was a fun anymore. experience, because uh, that's kind of how our podcast was somewhat born because me and you were talking about every week Episode. basically we're like oh my gosh did, did can you believe that happened like yeah uh... and this was like the the kickoff point of the season i mean there, there was good parts before this but this is like this is what really ramps it up oh yeah because then aaron just starts rampaging and, and massacring then... everything and then we have the these new survey corps having these weird outfits come flying in and then you start recognizing some of these characters and it's like oh here we so go before this we already saw right like there's a couple of undercover agents from paradise oh Island right right yeah trapped peak the cart titan and porco the uh, jaw titan they trapped them in like a well somewhere so that they couldn't transform because it would like kill them yep i believe yelena is that how you yeah. say was the one was one of the spies yep i thought that was armin when we I first did saw too him. it looked it looked <laughs> kind of like him yeah right and i'm like oh armin's like an undercut why does he have that stupid beard but then it's actually a woman <laughs> <laughs> yeah which you don't find yep. out till way later yeah but i was like oh i guess guess that wasn't armin uh but yeah so this whole arc was so intense just the battles and like seeing an actual modern city like ravaged by what the the destruction of the titans and all these actual technologies the favorite survey core is in these are in these like slick black getups with these crazy like gun gear they kind of like commandeered kenny's gun things yeah yeah and they all come by airship too which is kind of like like seeing these airship and then they're like on the buildings oh dude it's it was so like, good what is happening and then i don't think reiner didn't want to transform right he held back for a while yeah because reiner he doesn't want involved with this he he thinks that he deserves to be killed he knows right. that, like what they did to these people on this island were awful and he is very hesitant to even get involved in this conflict yep and then everybody else of course is panicking because they can't find zeke anywhere who's pretty much the leader of the titans for the most part and then like you said those other two are trapped or distracted so so pretty... all that is left is lara tiber who is willie's sister and you were wondering like who in the family is the warhammer titan because they say that they have it they just don't explain who it is and it ends up being willie's sister and she turns into the warhammer titan uh and aaron just starts beating on her immediately but yeah and the warhammer titans like so differently designed like i it really surprised it me i was like well what very is very different firstly yeah and just the ability range that it has is so different from anything else we've seen because every other titan has very physical powers yeah, and then she, she's just got, like, this armor and this giant hammer that she's swinging around that's like, oh. I, yeah, is... I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good fight between those two, and it, it goes for a little bit because basically the difference with this Titan 2 is she has, like, un she hides herself underground in this, like, shell. Like, she's not in the Titan. Yes, it's, it's basically like a JoJo, the remote stands. Pretty much. Like, yeah, but... Peak and Porco get rescued because uh, they had seen the cart titan's panzer unit since it 
they put like a big gear on top of the cart titan and those guys she tells them like oh i think there's something weird going on and you know they come and bail them out so now the jaw titan and the uh cart titan join the fray levi just like <laughs> screws up porco immediately like of course he like ruins it we also see mikasa like goes to aaron instantly and Aaron's just, he's also very different. Like, he's more deadpan. Like oh, He has no emotion. He's just out there, like, I'm going to kill these people. That's, uh, yeah, because Mikasa's like, like oh, you guys actually came, huh? He's just like, yep. Yeah, because Mikasa's like, you realize, like, all these kids and innocent people you kill, he's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, like, what of it? <laughs> and then, God. then we, while that fight's going on, I believe, is when Armin, like, because all from the sea, there's all these boats coming into, like, add reinforcements to to the army and then all of a sudden you see armin appear and then he changes into the colossal titan armin just... literally nukes their entire navy like it's just <laughs> that's like the armin you knew from season one but now he's out here like transforming it and detonating a bomb just blowing their navy to smithereens and then he's yeah. like oh well so that's what this feels like Love yeah because then he sees that he sees i think one of gabby and falco's friends like their body and he's like oh so that's what bert holt felt when he changed into the colossal titan but he really doesn't show that much emotion either for the yeah most right part. i would expect armin to feel like a little worse about it but i think armin's just been through so much at this point and he yeah. has like probably one of the more realistic mindsets of the cast for sure he's not overly extreme in one way or another i think he's just kind of like trying to find a solution that is the best for everybody right yeah and then so then you have aaron and the war titan which is a great fight it's probably i really like the fight but they just are going at it and then he's having trouble get because he wants to try and eat it little crystal thing yeah he's trying to eat her but he sees that it's too strong to break and then apparently the jaw titan comes back one of the hypest moments like this was so good when when i saw this happening i'm like please tell me he's gonna crush her with the jaw titan yeah and like of course that it was so good it was so raw just like gold just drinks the fluid and i was like holy shit this is so savage (laughs) yeah and that's when i'm like well this like aaron is a different person like he's scheming he's planning like he knows he's actually like there's a method to his madness he's not the Aaron just running around punching people anymore he knows what he's doing direct plan and he is going to achieve it for sure this is like oh gosh now Reiner is just kind of like in a coma sort of like yeah Yeah. he's like knocked out or something he's like oh I don't want to do this and falco basically starts screaming falco and gabby are like screaming to like reiner we need help reiner reiner and he like wakes up and actually does his shit because otherwise aaron was about to get the jaw titan too i was sitting there like is he about to collect like half of these titans in one Three sitting titans, yeah <laughs> pika her she was like messing up the survey core though with those gunners on top of her yo and sasha ends up sniping one of them yeah, and then who brings her down? Like, somebody messes her up, don't they? Peak? Yeah. Or does she... I, I think... I feel like Levi ends up doing something after the gun's out. Yeah, and just, but like, kind of collapses everything on her. I think you're right, because I remember her getting, like, stuck. It's either Levi or Mikasa. Yeah, one of those two. The two, like... I mean, they're the best people they have, and they're both equally incredible. <laughs> yeah, because I was looking... 
Yeah, because the Jaw Titan tries to take down Mikasa, but that doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't really say anything, but yeah, that's fine. We know that. But pretty much the scouts, they feel pretty victorious for the most part. Like, they yeah. they wreck. Only a couple people died, too. Yeah, because uh, they were pretty much all going back up to the ship, and Gabby was just losing her mind. Yeah, Gabby like, is so upset, like, oh, they've done this to my hometown. Oh, man. But I mean, you know, we, the viewer, know that the Paradise Island people have had worse things done to them right. at this point. <laughs> yeah, because then what happens is they're all like pretty much celebrating and then one guy's just like patrolling at the end and then Gabby ends up killing him and taking or getting on the rope to yeah. fly he back up to the gear airship. Up. Yeah. Taco and then tries to stop her, but it doesn't work. So he just, just goes to go with her, her to try yeah. and like circumvent what she's doing. And then the worst thing ever. <laughs> oh man. This this, this is broke the internet. This, this broke Twitter so much. Oh yeah. Well, I think everybody does. Zooms on up and just fires and kills, of course, Sasha. Innocent Sasha. And you know, we we didn't even really talk about this, uh, but they had some backstory with Sasha about like because you go to her village uh, and did not even speak about that. You no, you see no. her because she's like a good hunter and she ends up rescuing this girl from a Titan. And she gets, it's almost like a full episode dedicated to it. Yeah. Connie gets something similar with his mother. But yeah, Sasha's pretty much the innocent. All she cares about is food. And she's she's not out to kill everybody. She just wants her meat. She wants her potatoes. But yeah, she just gets shot from a random shot by Gabby of all people. And I'm just like, this girl needs to die. You can't kill that little, Sasha. Um, that little arc that you just mentioned with those two episodes that was extremely crucial too because that is actually where it gets put into our head that like all titans are humans oh right because it's yeah because connie's, connie's mother. mother turns into the titan and that's where reiner is kind of too like oh yeah and they're like oh yeah uh, so just you're stupid you're you're full of it just don't don't even think about that yep and he tries to cover the tracks and yamir also knows but yeah i was hoping they would just pop gabby right then and there because uh, i mean all the people were like i thought like oh my god is connie just gonna destroy her or John, one of because the, they were all there celebrating. Yeah. But yeah, they just imprison them, and of course they try and save everyone's favorite potato girl Sasha, and are unable to. So she dies, which I was not expecting at all because it was such a random moment. Yeah, it was sad. So that takes us through halfway of the you know season four part one, and at that point I was like, geez how are they going to wrap this up? There's only 16 episodes. Like what's going on? Right. But it just gets crazier. Yeah. Because, and even like after Sasha's death, because we have the part where uh, everybody's like sad and crying and Aaron's just like sitting there laughing, which everybody's like, that's when everybody's starting to be like, Whoa, what's something messed up with this guy or yeah. <laughs> because I, I know then at some point we get to i don't know where you go ahead wherever you want to go next i'm not sure where you were heading oh no i'm just looking at the uh general things coming up you know like zeke and zeke is like switch sides and they find right. out and they're like on what zeke has betrayed us he was our he was our guy or king sasha's last words meet and then i know at some point we have where a lot another a lot of people's favorite moment because you know everybody's starting to question Aaron a little bit because he's acting weird and he's just like doesn't care what's happening 
And then it kind of flashes back to where they're all sitting in the wagon. And oh, yes. Yeah. They were they were talking about who's going to take the Titan from Aaron when he's ready to die. And they were just kind of like discussing it. And Aaron's like, well, I don't want any of you guys to take it because I care about you all more than anyone. And then everybody's just like blushing and embarrassed because then they look at Aaron and his face is all red. And John's like, you can't blush right now. You can't do this to us. <laughs> It's just fun. He said something like that. Mikasa was her reaction, of course, was priceless. And even Armin's like, guys, it's just the sun. Come on. It's just the sun making our faces red. It's so funny. That was a good moment. Oh, yeah. Especially for what happens later. Oh, oh, yeah. Because that's where Aaron's like, oh, I I care about you guys more than anything else. And, And they obviously agree because they've been together for so long at this point. So basically, you know they talk a little bit about how they like you know aaron uh, got on this idea him and zeke wanted to like team up basically well because yeah then then also while while that's happening you get kind of follow gabby and falco through their journey because they got they got or they got thrown in prison because they obviously she killed this Sasha. made me so mad because it's the oldest stupid cliche in the book like oh i don't feel well yeah. help me and then they go in and they kill the guard like that happens every thing ever and it made me so mad i was just like come on well, it's like the the beginning of the episode too it's like gabby chill out because falco is even like gabby you didn't like, have to kill him yeah right so She's anyway like, no the devils i gotta kill him they end up like running away and getting to this little farm and they're saved by the girl that Sasha saved. Which is ironic. Are brought to Sasha's parents' farm. Uh, this was like hurting me. I was like, oh my god, why is this happening? Like But that's Isayama. Yep. He's gotta like make it all this Yeah, because then, then you get the uh, part where they like Sasha they talk about when Sasha had the encounter with uh Nicola the cook from Marley who they imprisoned him and they made him like a cook. Well, actually we should even kind of talk about like before this, all these people sailed on a ship over to the Island. I think they got shipwrecked out ship and it's crew. Like Aaron destroys the ship and they captured the crew and it's Yelena, Yelena and uh, these other Marleyan. Yeah. And and they had all planned it, but I don't think Nicola was, he was actually, he didn't want to be there, but he ended up, being drafted as a cook so he was like oh i guess i'll cook for these devils whatever they won't appreciate it anyway but then of course he cooked some food that they never knew about like i think it was crab and pretty much seafood and sasha just like was went off and he was so moved by how much she loved his food that she felt he fell in love with her yep and then because i think at this point yeah you see they visit Sasha's grave, which also broke me apart because you're like her, her dad and mom go there and then he comes too, and Connie and it's just like everybody's yeah. so sad that the... I'll make you guys food whenever you want. Yeah, because they pretty much run like an orphanage almost where they live yeah. like they have six or seven kids probably with Gabby and Falco because they pretty much end up stowing away there for a while and even like i even got aggravated with gabby when like they're starving to death and they go in to eat oh, and get, the food yeah because yeah. gabby's like i can't eat at the same table as these devils it's and falco's like yes, you, need, 
Yeah. Like, you need to chill. They're giving yeah. you food. <laughs> and she's just like, I can't do this. God, he's so dramatic. At this point, like, uh, what's happening with the other guys, our main crew, you know, Jean and Connie, they think Aaron has just lost it and that he's just a bad person now. Right. Of course, Mikasa and Armin are like, no, no, it, he's, it's, it's not that bad yet. And what their basic thing is like, well, we could, like, have Aaron be eaten by someone more trustworthy. Yeah, they they all come to that conclusion because we also find out that in this in the meantime there's this other country, I don't remember their name, that has come across the sea and they start like relationships with them. And the main reason for that is because they discover Mikasa is like one of the long lost royalty and they want her to come back, which of course she doesn't want to, but they want to because they basically tell Mikasa, hey, if stuff gets bad, you can jump on the ship and we'll take you back with us. Izuru. Yep. Yep. And Mikasa basically says, no, like, this is where I've lived. I'm loyal to the Eldians. She knows that they're just using her because they want the resources of the, the island. island. Yeah, because they basically hit, like, a technological revolution from the ship because... Yelena and all the people that she brings with them show like, oh, hey, this is how trains work. This is how planes work. This is communication. Like they pretty much take them through age of history by making them more more modern. But yeah, then we then we get to the point where girl that saves Sasha or that Sasha saved kind of finds out that the escaped Marlians. Right. But she doesn't tell anybody. So then they go out to eat with because or Nicola said that they can come eat anytime they want. So he takes the whole family out to eat and they all like don't eat for a while. You know how you do with when you go to a fancy restaurant, you want to save your hunger. So that's what they kind of do. And then they start eating there, of course. While all that's going on, right, is uh, with the whole thing where they blow up, they kill the premiere. Oh, yeah. There's like dissension in the ranks, too. Because Aaron's got his crazy followers, the Jaegerists, and they're starting a revolution and they kill the leader of. (laughs) Yeah, Zachary. (laughs) Zachary. He just gets murdered in a bomb, which like Mikasa and Armin like barely avoid getting blown up, too. Yeah, because they have Aaron in jail because nobody trusts him because he kind of just did his own thing. Yeah, and he forced all the scouts to come save him because he knew that they would because of how important he is. Like, nobody knows where Zeke is, basically, either. Yeah. He's just, like, out there somewhere. But Levi has him, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, in his group. But then it's like, yeah, they blow up the jail around the same time they kill Zachary. And then Aaron's just, like, sitting there, and they're like, you're our true leader. You're a true king. Will you lead us? And he's just like, yes. (laughs) And these last episodes of this, you know, first half of the season are just all incredible. Because, like, the tension that's happening now is just insane. Like, we also know that Reiner and Peak are, you know, hiding. Oh, yeah, because they hint at that. Like, when they arrive at the restaurant, you can see them, like, hiding around the area. And I'm like, oh, man, the infrastructure is falling apart. Those two are there. They're ready to, like, launch an attack at any second. Aaron's got this drama going on. You have these whatever tension is happening with the Gabby and Falco and uh, the Nicola, because they go to meet him to talk to somebody from Marley to try and like find their way back. Yeah, because he's like, I'm uh, not loyal to them. <laughs> we find out that Zeke's spinal fluid is weaponized, and he can use it to like turn other people into Titans. 
Yeah, or paralyze some of them too. It's yeah. like, and they hid it in all the like the fine wine that they, they said, gave like, to the like, higher ups. Yeah, the elites. The and they use this so that they can just take over and overthrow the government. Yeah, and then during that time, like you said, when Gabby and Falco are talking to Nicola, of course, because he was in love with Sasha, they find he finds out that Gabby was the one to kill Sasha, so he is ready to just kill her. Scene and just tense episode in general. Yeah, because then he actually drags her in and is like, "Hey, Sasha's dad." you realize she's the one who did it. You can kill her right now. And I was like, yes, come on, get this done. Let's get this over with. But of course they end up not doing it. And they even talk Nicola out of killing, killing her. But then of course the girl that Sasha saved goes ballistic and just grabs. Oh, yes. the... I was like, yes, go in for the kill. But then <laughs> is it Mikasa stops her? I think. Yeah. And then Gabby is like in shock, like what? Why? Why would you? Why would you not just kill me? Not everybody is just murdering everybody right, like she wants to. Right. Yeah, I think, and this is kind of where I think Gabby's starting to maybe understand. Maybe I shouldn't be such a psychopath all the time. <laughs> That'd be nice if she could figure that part out. You don't need to just massacre every person, right. especially since Falco gets some of that uh, wine in his mouth. Yeah, and, Falco got the wine in the mouth. And they're no. trying to like, rinse it out because I because during that time was it or uh, Hanji or what was her name uh, said they've kind of figured out the spinal fluid stuff. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you can't let it, don't let him drink it, but he already it, got some. Like, oh god. And then we get yeah, because you talked about already the Jaegerus forming. Also, I really liked Aaron putting on the jacket. We got to mention that too, like with all his Ooh, followers, like swag. <laughs> Yeah, he's got like the the drip going on. <laughs> yes, I love it. Aaron is nuts. Like he gets he like this is the point where Aaron goes too far for me. Where I'm like, I don't know what else is the solution, and like I don't want the Marlians to win. So like, I guess I want Aaron to win then. Yeah, but, like, I mean, I I was ready to join the Agarists as soon as they formed. I was like, get get in. Have this damn roundtable discussion, and this just oh man, this sucked. Because <laughs> Aaron's just like. I'm claim I'm acting of my own free will. Neither of you are. And he says, like, Mikasa, you only have feelings. This this hurt me. Ugh. Ugh. You only have feelings for me because you have to protect me because I have the royal family bloodline, and that's what you do. And he proves it, too. Because <sighs> Armin, like, attacks him, and Mikasa, out of instinct, stops him, and Aaron's just like, uh-huh. And then Armin, you know, like, Aaron tells armin you know uh you only feel the way you do because you ate Bertold, and that's why you like annie yep. but this is what i don't think like i do think there is some manipulation going on here i oh, think aaron's sure. on the right track but i don't think what he's saying is 100 percent it because in those like, earlier chapters that i reread it is clear that aaron already liked or armin already liked annie so like yeah. it's it probably he's probably right that it is like influencing that but he already kind of had feelings for her in the first place. And then this is the other thing, like what, what, I, what I said about the, the whole Mikasa confession scene is like, it just contradicts the two things, you know, like he was all like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to wrap the scarf around you forever. And now he's yeah, like, he, oh, yeah, no, he's I don't like, care. And you don't love me actually. Huh? He's like, I've hated you my whole life, which is just, that, that's just, that broke Him me. Like that to Armin and yeah, down on you because you don't, you you don't act of your own free will and i was like no this cannot be even real like 
And like I said, I'm not that big of a Mikasa fan, but it just hurt me because it's like she starts crying because he's, you know, I've hated you my whole life. You've been nothing but a pain in my butt since we started. And it's like she's done nothing but bend over backwards for you her whole entire life. And this is how you treat her. She just wants to help you and want you to accept her. And he's dumpstering his two best friends who he's like, you know, before been like, oh, you guys are the ones I care about. You're all that matters to me in this world. And now he's just. Uh, I think he's just I think maybe he's just so consumed consumed by the hatred it has just taken him and he has because, nothing but like right. to, to see this through to the end now because he's already gone this far I think it's just because he's so whenever he met Zeke something changed Zeke I don't know if what definitely did some yeah my, you're my right manipulation because it seems like ever since then because and we didn't say it yet but zeke's whole point that him and aaron want to get together is to basically euthanize the whole race so that they right. can no longer have children and then it will wipe the eldian race completely which will get rid of titans yeah it which is the plan of hatred which i'm kind of like oh okay if they follow through with this that'll be shocking because what hero talks about that like the main character Uh, well aaron i definitely wouldn't call him a hero at this point he's going down the very anti-hero like but it's like is he doing this because he he's he's obviously wants to sacrifice himself for everything but what is his motive at this point is the question i wonder that too is it really just to like get back at the world because no i mean i don't know it's just it's muddy and then, of course, after all that, too, we have Levi in the forest because he was guarding Zeke, like you said, with his yep. uh, crew. And he Zeke's... turns around for a second and Zeke gets away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Zeke's just like reading a book. But yeah, then Zeke's just like, hey, I hope you like killing your friends because they're all changing into Titans now. Because Oh my god, the savagery of this and how Levi just did it. The resolve he had, he just puts Ugh. his his own squad mates all down immediately. Like, yeah. there's no other option. I'm killing and, them. And the thing that it really hits you too is that it shows that because his crew, his squad mates all wanted to bring that wine with it, and he didn't want to bring it. He's like, ah, we don't need that. It's unnecessary. We shouldn't bring it. But he caved because they're like, oh, we deserve this. It's right. It's up to us. But Ugh. he's just such a good character. He's definitely one of the tops. I'd agree with that, definitely. But yeah, Zeke is all like smug, getting away. Like he's because he orders some of the Titans to carry him away. He's feeling good, like he's going to meet with Aaron. And then Levi just comes storming through the woods. Shocks him, and he destroys Zeke. Again. Again, yes. Because, uh, and you can tell Zeke's like terrified of him because he's like, oh, fine. I guess I got to go Beast Titan again. Levi but he's really the, the one that can stop him. Yeah, but you can tell like he knows he even like he like shreds all those rocks and tries to throw it up straight at him, and Levi still just tears through everything and gets to him again, Ugh. and then he takes him away in that wagon. Yep, he impales Zeke to the wagon with a thunder spear. <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> oh, yeah. like gonna like feed him to one of the Jaegerists, basically. Yep, and this is such a brutal plan, but it's also like you know. I kind of like Levi. Come on, right? <laughs> like you should have seen it coming that like maybe Zeke could pull some kind of shit. Yeah, he's smart. He's not an idiot, so he's right. like planning all this stuff. And then this is, I think, where we get where Zeke. Zeke backstory. Yep. yep. Where we talk about how uh, he meets the he meets the guy who has the Beast Titan before him, right? 
you know, he's a scientist and he's more interested in studying uh, the Titans and putting an end to this. And he yep. is the one that plants the idea of the euthanization into him. And, and the brilliant thing with this, because again, this is where Attack on Titan does so good, is it switches the perspective. Because we got before the part where Zeke betrayed his parents. And you kind of get like, well, why would he do like, that? Is then now now we see the perspective. Makes sense why he betrayed his parents. Yes, because it's like, yeah, he was falling, but like he was falling behind trying to train for the Titans. He was like dead last, and his parents literally don't care about him at all. They're like, you need to be the Titan, just like your father was. They don't you care need to about be him so that you can like achieve the goal and like save us all. They put. Him, they burdened him with the task of like saving their entire race when he was a child and couldn't understand that yeah because they were like walking when he was out and he's like they, remember this day nothing to like love or nurture him only to like make him into the perfect thing to like accomplish their goals yeah be a tool for them pretty much and that's why he betrays him and i definitely liked zeke a lot more after this because i'm like oh i can see his perspective he's not just some jerk running amok causing chaos something that has really come around with especially season four like some in three but especially four like this halfway point they've really just flipped things on you to show you like there's a lot of sides here and all of these characters are doing this because of some event or duress that is just out of their control it has been, been decided by nations and yep. their agendas and the situations the like social systemic racism that permeates everything their society they need to try to do something that will let them exist exactly there's no like true nobody's a villain just to be the villain like a the classical cliche like these people all are doing the right thing in their minds yep. and, and they don't think themselves as pure heroes either they know that they're not always doing the right thing but they think in the long run this is what they need to do to accomplish some of the character writing is as good as it is because they're they're humans there are no just like good people in this show there's not any just like oh i'm just evil just because i'm evil like right. they all have yeah like you said exact serious motivations and consequences and i think that's part of what draws people so much to it is that it's got a lot of these gray areas where you know nobody is presented as some unrealistic I mean, I guess, like, Levi being as strong as he is, but, like, that's different. <laughs> it's kind of bred from his family. Like, all the, like, Mikasa and Kenny were both kind of from the same blood, and they both, yeah. they're all beasts, too, so. That is true. There's just a reason for everything. <laughs> yep. It's everything so well thought out, and that's why I'm guessing this next part's going to finish the series, but I'm excited to even go back again after it finishes and just look at what all was set up and executed. Oh, definitely. I can't, I just can't even survive the next six months or eight. It's like December or something. It's like winter. Yeah, it's winter, but it, yeah, it could be between December and February, somewhere in there. So I'm going to read the manga or continue reading the manga, I should say, because I just, I'm like, I need to know. Oh yeah, see, I'll I'll probably wait. So it will be. I'll be interested to see what you th we'll have. Maybe some different perspectives then when we talk yeah. about. And then I'll be able season. to look at you know kind of like some comparisons of things that did went differently. Right, because the final part of the episode, we have, they're pretty much taking Gabby hostage, 
And then they meet up with, well, Peaks like shows up and's like, I'm going to shoot you, Aaron, if you don't let Gabby go. But Aaron is just like being a bowler. He's I'm not like, you're you're not going to kill me. Yeah, right. I loved that. He's just like, I know you're not going to kill me. There's not even a reason for me to be even kind of worried about this. (laughs) Yeah. But then she's like, oh, I'm going to join up with you and show you my allies, which from the beginning, I'm like, I don't trust her one bit. I don't know if you did. I definitely did not trust her, but I was also like, I can see that she she has reason to not, you know, to know like what the Eldian's place actually is. And she does say that to Gabby afterwards. Like, yeah, I know that it's messed up, but like at the same time, we can't like let this guy do whatever he wants. (laughs) Right. And then we get to the point where or she leads Aaron and Gabby up to the to the top of wherever they're at and points to where they're at. And Aaron, you can tell Aaron doesn't trust her at all. Like they have the whole crew out there with Yelena and everybody's like has her at gunpoint. And then she like grabs Gabby as the jaw Titan comes flying up through the bottom and tries to eat Aaron. And he gets out because he, like, I think he gets a leg, but he pretty, you could tell he was ready for it. And then he changes into a Titan and then we look up at the helicopter, and Reiner is there, and that's pretty much where it ends. <sighs> Excellent. Yeah, I, I like I my hype level for this series this season was high, but I think I don't know what you thought of it overall, but I was super impressed. I absolutely loved it. Like it was just like episode to episode, edge of my seat. Oh man, I just there were so many great moments and so many just. It's hard to even like go over it. I mean, we already just did, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for like three out, well, hour and a half for this episode. But I just, I really hope they nail the ending. That's the only thing I'm worried about because the rest of the series is so good. This will be a top series for me, probably top five easily. I would think. I'd have to really think. About I'm gonna it. say probably the same. Like it's, it's definitely up there for things that I have just. Oh, I've enjoyed it so much. Yeah, so where do you, th- you think is going to happen? Do we want to do some predictions? We could get into that a little bit. Honestly, I've been, like, a, a thing that I sent to you, like, more than once, I'm pretty sure, as we were watching this, is, like, is everybody just going to die? Because I'm just, <laughs> like, watching these things happen. I'm like, this is such a worst-case scenario, one after on top of another. Like, Levi's blown up. Zeke's yep. blown up. The hell is happening over there? Like, and I knew I've been, I was like, so I was so like, oh my god, when Reiner and them just launched the surprise attack, it's just gonna be a mess. Like, what is going to happen with this? Oh, yeah, and then just the fact that obviously their government is unstable because they're staging an uprising. I just right. don't even know. Like, are they going to kill everybody? But I do think not everyone will die. I am going to, I just guarantee Aaron's gonna die. Oh, for sure. I think 100%. Like, that's not even like <laughs> he has to at this point like yeah just the way they handle the way this show goes like yeah. we, we've come back to this a few times you know the whole they die by the blade that they live by going to have to go that same route yeah <clears throat> yeah the anime pro tags like they're not aaron is now pushing for basically euthanization and genocide in a way because and the main characters yeah. don't aren't going to get away with that like japan's usually not going to let he's going to have to go the way of light or lou louch at this point that's it's got oh yeah it's definitely going to happen and and my hope i like i still like i know we've been saying gabby needs to die gabby needs to die i really don't want her to be the main character i would prefer falco 
be the main character going forward like however it finishes i don't know i still kind of want gabby to die but i maybe don't hate her as much as at the beginning but still yeah, i agree with that i she's i've softened up on gabby a little bit it's just she's she's just annoying <laughs> and i think it's because like we said at the beginning she reminds us so much of aaron at the beginning and i really didn't like aaron as much but i loved his growth throughout the whole series so far and i'm just not in general a fan of the the trope where like they kill off one character or like they put in a substitute character to do that same path and it's like the new one and like it's not in the same circumstances but i always bring this up because like death note after l died like they brought in near and i'm like screw this dude like I, i don't care about him like He's not L. He's not as cool as L. Like, so I just hate when they like re. And to re- be fair to the the authors, character. didn't want to do that, but they kind of were forced to by yeah because they uh, they had to extend it or whatever. Yeah, they didn't want the series to end. <laughs> which and it's funny because I don't know if you've ever watched or read their sequel series, which is Bakuman, which I really love. I actually own the whole manga series, but it's basically about manga artists, which is them. And they end up running into the same thing at the end where they make a series and they're like, we're going to end it when we want to end it. Even though they say it needs to last longer, it's going to hurt the series. And they follow through with it in that, which is funny. That's funny. All <laughs> right. So that is our, we've gone through everything. All that we've got is a couple of little fun notes here. Like, what do you, you want to talk about? Your, like, who are your favorites? Who are your actual fave characters? Okay, so do we want to do waifus first, or we want to do just characters in general first? Uh, I mean, either's fine with me. All right, well, I'll just maybe start with some of the general characters I like. The Levi, of course, is great. How can you not love him? Aaron, I really liked, of course, now. like I, I'm liking Aaron the way he's developed. At first, I didn't like him at all. And then I really like Sasha and Connie, both of them. John, I'm not the biggest fan of. They're they're fine, but and Irwin, of course, is great too. I would say those are probably like my top ones. And of course, Historia, which I'll talk about more later. And I, I like Mikasa too. Armin, I'm kind of, I like him okay. I think he's a necessary character, but he's not like my favorite type of character just by the way he is. I would say. Nice. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just so easy to say you love Levi. He's just great. <laughs> how can you not levi's definitely up there for me really like mikasa sasha i like sasha i mean she's just fun she's a potato girl i was pretty i liked yamir she was weird interesting um yeah how did you feel about like i like actually i like reiner too especially more now like i'm not a that big bert hard or bert, bert holt fan really i didn't really like him very much he is i, I feel like he is definitely the least likable of that trio yeah, even Annie's great too, but you don't. She's just in the, in it so little, really. Right. But yeah, definitely Reiner, Irwin. Irwin's great. So we have some overlap there. And then of course your wife, who's I guess I I know you're you want to talk a little bit more about Mikasa because I'm pretty sure she's your wife who pick correct. That'd be Mikasa. She's so good, man. I'm just like. We, we already been, talked about her a lot. We've been, going, <laughs> we've been going for three hours yeah. today. So no, like I just think she's just such a cool character and the i don't i don't even know i can't even 
I'm I'm probably tired. <laughs> well, I, I even like heck at the beginning with her, like when Aaron's charging to the bullies, like when Armin's getting picked on, they're like, oh, it's Aaron. Who cares? And then Mikasa's like in the shadow behind him. They're like, oh, no, it's Mikasa. Run. She'll be yeah, yeah. That was a great moment. But yeah, if you haven't figured out by now, um, my waifu pick is, of course, Historia. I just think she's really, like, sweet and kind. She's very acutely stubborn, too. Like, she fights with Ymir over some very stupid things. She's just like, I'm doing this because I want to do this, and that's what I want to do. It's so good. <laughs> but she's very, like, and then she even ends up, I never expected her to be so important to the plot as she was. Like, she ends up being the next queen. But then she's got to go off in season four and just have a baby and disappear. It's like, I know, right? kind of a weird i'm not really sure why they did that but strange <laughs> but yeah so she's kind of like gone to space Pretty yeah much. so mikasa i would sasha's got to be the honorable mention oh yeah she's, she's my second pick for sure mikasa would probably be third fair but they're all there i mean there's a lot of great characters we probably we probably even missed a few of them that if i'd go back and be like oh, I, like, love oh that. I can't believe i didn't talk about this yeah, yeah. i'm sure that'll hmm. what else do we got anything else I think you had in your notes here about our favorite transformation as well for Titan. Favorite yeah, fight. Yes, what Titans, what, what fights? Um, Season two, I really liked the Reiner versus Aaron fight. And then pro I still, I really like the design of the Warhammer Titan. That's probably my favorite one, actually. Yeah, it, the Warhammer it's... Titan just looks so different from the others. Yeah. It, like, yeah, it's very easy to gravitate it. I cannot stand the freaking beast titan though like that <laughs> he's so weird oh so mad in season two because his arms are so long yeah it's like a <laughs> monkey you like me, it was just making me mad because he's throwing the rocks from like a billion miles yeah, away so cheap he's like range like, filth like, on he's that just like range? pitching a baseball game and i'm yeah. like what is this <laughs> yeah i hate it no i feel like the warhammer titan is definitely one of the coolest titan is so weird looking i don't like the design of it the jaw titan i like the design of because it's like just got the huge chomp the huge jaw like i like that design i think i'm going to give my best fight though to that season four like warhammer fight and aaron oh, yeah. just like crushing the oh man i'll just never get over that using the jaw titan to smash her yeah i i agree with that i was thinking about that levi versus the beast levi. titan yeah. And then you then you have also with Sasha, Connie, and John and Mikasa versus Reiner with Aaron. Like I really like that fight too. Even honestly, the confrontation between Levi and Kenny in the city. Oh yeah, is up there. They're like <laughs> hiding in the bar. Like <laughs> Levi goes in the bar, hides behind the counter. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as you can tell, we really like this series. Oh yeah, this is this is going down as one of my favorites for sure. And honestly, I didn't expect it to be that high on my... Even as much as I like season one, because I, I really think if I had to pick a best season, it's tough. Probably season three, which is kind of cheating because it has two parts, but season one is a top-notch start. But even then, I never imagined I would like the series as much as I do now. Yeah, like like I said, I did like the first season quite a bit back then, but it was just such a over-talked about, overblown, you know, and I waited so damn long for that other season, like, and so did everyone else, but I mean, I just fell off of it where I was like, yeah, I didn't expect that when I picked it up again that I would get so, so into it. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It was, like, there was such a gap in me watching it because I didn't even watch it until season three had been finished with. 
great openings too, which I'm a huge fan of anime openings. So pretty much all great ones, really. Yeah, honestly, they they just had bangers. I'm trying to remember season three, part two. Which opening was that? For some reason, I'm forgetting that I one. I do not remember that one as well either. Other than that, I remember them all perfectly, but <laughs> I don't know why that one's... Mustn't, must be it wasn't too memorable then. Maybe it was just okay. Apparently. All right. Well, I think we have finally exhausted us ourselves uh, of subject material for this one. Yeah, and let us know, because uh, this is really our first deep dive, and we're probably going to follow similar methods for our other deep dives, but let us know like what you think, and if you want us to talk more or go into details on certain things or we're open to suggestions because this like i said this is our first one really so i definitely want to bring more with you know analyzing and discussing themes and things like that i think that's always fun we're definitely going to do a part once the the series finishes we'll do more and we could maybe even get more into the themes because we're not going to have as much that is true that is true we are definitely we have already decided, you know, once the part two of S4 is done with, we will be back to cover that too. And we can kind of discuss more of our thoughts as a whole, especially since we covered everything up to this point so far. Yep. All right. Welp, I think that's about it. You can find me on the Twitter or Instagram or whatever as Justin Destruction, but with no vowels, just J-S-T-N-D-S-T-R-C-T-N. Straw Hat. Yeah, you can find me at Straw Hat Ninja on twitter tweet us your waifu picks for this show so far because i'm curious where the balance would be because i'm sure we've left out a few people that are probably like screaming at us like how can you not (laughs) hardly mention this this perfect waifu but we're only human true very true all right well i will end it with a final sasageo